0: God, I want to uh, preach from a scripture. Is it all right if I preach a little? Uh, today, about four of you, I said, is it all right if I preach a little uh, today? But I, I want to pre- preach from a scripture. Last week, I talked about prayer. I said, we, we did a message called I Pray. You know, uh, we have our iPads and our iPhones and they connect us to the world. But when I pray, it connects us with heaven. It connects us with God. And so so for me, as we went through our 21 days of just praying, and it finished last uh, uh, Thursday, although some people did show up on Friday not realizing it had finished. God bless them, <laughs> but we went there. Um, there. But, but, but during that time, God spoke something, and I preached this down in uh, Nelson that week. I, I thought that was for Nelson, but I also wanted to preach it uh, here and want you to get a hold of something for your spirit. It encouraged me, and I pray it will encourage you. I'm reading from Second uh, Peter, uh, starting in chapter 1, verse 2. And it's, it's a bit of reading, but just bear with me, and then I'm going to preach from it. Second Peter, chapter 2. If you don't have your Bibles, it'll come on the screen. It says this, Grace and peace be yours. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge. Everybody say knowledge. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge. Everybody say, knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great. And precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption of the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge, everybody say knowledge. Friends, you got to understand we need the knowledge of God. We need to understand who God is. If you don't understand who he is, you can't live how he wants you to live. You can't do what he wants you to do. If you don't understand what his word says about you, I'm rhyming. Yo, 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 what's up? It's a happening. i got my thing. I even got my t-shirt hanging out. Yeah. Where was I? Knowledge. <laughs> and to knowledge... Self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, ever-growing, in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. Ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't want to be ineffective or unproductive. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted. He needs to go to spec He needs to be able to see. He is nearsighted and blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. Friends, sometimes people wallow around. You see, they've been Christians. for They're still wallowing around, forgetting that you have been cleansed of your past sins because we don't understand what God has done for us, for you. His power to deliver you and free you. Yeah. We sing about it, but we've got to know it in our Noah. Yeah. What he's made available to us through the cross of Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him today, before you leave here, I want to give you an opportunity to find him today, to say yes to him. Yeah. Oh, can he change my life, pastor? Yes, he can. Me as a drug addict many years ago. God, God turned my life around in a moment. Yeah. That's right. And he can do the same for you. God change. Don't leave this place without saying yes to him. Good preaching, thank you very much. But if anyone does not have them, he is near side of blind and has forgotten that he has been cleansed of his past Therefore, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. So I want to point out a few things that I want to preach to you today and pray they will encourage you. Point number one, grace and peace in abundance. Grace and peace in abundance. The scripture in verse three says, Grace and peace be yours. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. I love the declaration Peter gives in this scripture. Grace and peace be yours. Do you need grace today? Do you need peace today? Do you need a lot of grace today? Do you need a lot of peace today? Well, I want to give that same declaration that Peter gave to the people he was speaking to. I want to say grace, just as he said, grace and peace be yours. I want to say over your life, grace and peace be yours in abundance. Wow. Reuben's just brought a lizard. It's a blue tongue skink. It's about this long, and man, has it scared some people? Even Callan, he freaked right out. Hey, eh, bro, he was like, you know, Reuben put it right up near his face. Can't turned around, Hallelujah, praise. <laughs> Jesus. He, he freaked right out. Threw it on the ground and tased it. How I man? It's just a <laughs> poor lizard. It's gone now. <laughs> But, but uh, the lizard's got to have this silly light bulb on it. And you know, when, you, when your kids buy pets, you all know this, they say, Dad, I'll look after it. You'll never have to do anything for it. <laughs> yeah, right. How many know that's alive on the pit of hell? I mean, I just, I just, uh, he's telling me, I was like, oh, Dad, can you get the bulb? I'm at work. Or What do you think I'm doing, son? Just sitting around, okay. He's like, can you get a bulb? It's got these special bulbs. They cost like 47 bucks. And the bulb stopped working. It has a 30-day guarantee. And when I took it in there, um, and I said, can you replace this bulb? They said, well, no, we, we, we haven't got the bulb. It's out, out of stock. But we can get it in if you're prepared to wait a few days and stuff. We can get it But How many know the lizard's going to die? It'd be cold. And so, so I'm like, well, well that, that sort of stressed me out a uh, 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 little bit. I did take it home and found out that the bulb wasn't blind. Reuben just hadn't screwed it in. Uh, so we're out of the same, But they were, they were saying, <laughs> that's all right, son. So he's going to get his own bulbs from now on. But he, uh, screwed on, it came on, but uh, I went in, and in a couple of weeks, well, this week again, he's like, Dad, can you go and get this uh, thing that the bulb goes into, because it's, it's stopped working. So I went in there to St. same pet shop, and I said, can you give me one of these bulbs? And they said, it's not, we don't have any, it's out of stock, it's, it's short, we're short of them. But if you wait a few days, we'll be able to get one in, I will be able to import one from China or somewhere, and we'll, we'll have it in, in 14 days. And I was like, what is that? They're just out of stock. Now you might have noticed uh, this projector over here that you can barely see my beautiful, handsome form and features. But on this, the problem with this bulb, Mason wanted to turn this projector. Is that uh, Mason wanted to uh, turn it off because it's so bad? And but I said no, keep it on because it's for my sermon illustration. Because he went to order the bulb for, it, and he's thinking out of all the projectors in the whole country, there should be a one bulb in the country of New Zealand that would do it. They said no, it's out of stock but we can get it in. If you wait 14 days, we can bring it in from China or wherever and we'll order it and we'll get it there. It's just not available right now. Have you ever been into one of the most annoying things you know, in the world, uh, apart from global nuclear warfare, but it's <laughs> to go into a shoe shop and you, you, you find some shoes that you really like and you can't, they don't have your size. You, you, you've done that. They've, they've got every other size except your size. And so you ask them, look, can you get some? And they always say, they always say, I'll oh, go and check out the back. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's what they are. They go and check out the back. And everybody knows there's no shoes out the back. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. He just has a sandwich, a cup of tea, and he <laughs> waits for a few months, and then he comes back, uh, comes back out. So, so he, he does it. So there's no shoes in, in the shop. But they said, if you wait a couple of weeks, we can get some. We can get some. What about clothes? You know, you go on clothes. I mean, I went, you know, looking for some skinny jeans with Aaron and, and, and uh, so he could uh, flash me up. But as, as we did this, said, on these particular ones, we don't have your size small. <laughs> I speak in faith in Jesus' name. <laughs> but I didn't have the size for, for, for me. I need to say, oh, yes, Lord, make it happen. <laughs> I dream big. Amen. But they they didn't have my size. They had everybody else's shape, everybody else's size, but they didn't have my size. It was out of stock, but they could get it if I just was prepared to wait a few days. When you ask God for grace, come on, I'm getting my preach on. When you ask God for grace and peace, you've got to understand, He's not going to say to you, He's not going to say to you, oh, sorry, I can't do it. Neil used up all the grace and peace last week. Because you see, he had to get up real early for the early morning prayer meeting and he hates getting up. So he was crying out at home for grace and peace. And I'm afraid, God says, he's used up all my stock. But if you wait for 14 days, I'll import some grace and peace from China and we can have some here. How many know that's not how the kingdom works? How many know that there is grace and peace? I'm preaching myself habits is grace and peace in abundance. In abundance. Available to you. Good. There's no shortage of supply. He's not saying, I'm out of stock. Can you wait a little while? There is grace and peace be yours. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Tap your neighbor and say, You need to hear this. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. That means this, there's no shortage of supply. He's never out of stock. He's not saying, can you come back and forth? When you ask for it, you get it. When you need it, it's available and there is a supply. No shortage. Grace and peace in abundance. So do you need some grace here today? We points to here who need some peace. It's available to you. There's no shortage. There's no uh, uh, lack. There's an abundance. There's an overflow. It's ever increasing. Grace available. Don't leave this place today without saying, if you need that grace, God, fill me with that grace. God, I need that grace. And he just doesn't give you a little bit of grace. Oh, you can have a little bit, but I've got to give some more over here. No, no, there's an abundance. There's enough for you. There's enough for you. There's enough for you. There's enough for you. There's enough for you you down at the back. There's even enough for you. In fact, there's more than enough for every man, woman, and child. The face of God's green earth. It's an abundance. Know that today. Live out of that today. In Jesus' mighty name, Matthew 7, 9, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Sometimes we're just gonna ask him. We're just gonna ask him. Whether you need a little peace or a lot of peace, he's got it. Whatever shape or size you need, he's got it yeah, that's right. available to you receive it today in Jesus name. that's my first point number two the second point is this he's got you covered. he's got you covered. it says following that it says his divine power everybody say power, power. oh that's like real lame. <laughs> say power like a black man now come on say power. 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 That's what it is. The word is dunamas. It's like the same word that we use for dynamite. You got to understand, you guys are dynamite. Yeah. Tap somebody next to you, come on, and say, You're dynamite, man. You're, you're, you are explosive. You are highly inflammable. <laughs> that's what I saw on the back of a truck in India while I was driving. It was meant to say highly flammable. It's highly inflammable. <laughs> but I knew what they meant. And there's dynamite inside of you. His divine power. When it's talking about that, it's talking about God, the God of the universe, the one who created all things, the God who is able to do immensely more than all we can ask or imagine, according to the power that is at work within us. It's talking about this God, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn among all creation. It's talking about the one who formed and fashioned you, who knit you together. God enjoys knitting. He knit you together in your mother's womb, formed and fashioned you, numbered all the days of your This God, His divine power, listen, has given us. Everything, yeah. not just some things. Oh, I can help you out with this, but I can't help you out with that. I can fix you up in this area, but mm, I can't help you. No, no. He has given us. Come on, I'm preaching better than yours. Brother. He has given us everything. Yeah. 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 Everything we need. Everything you need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own. Glory and goodness. Keep the scripture up, Danica. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God, our Lord Jesus Christ. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge. Again, what are we talking about? Not head knowledge, information, but heart knowledge, transformation. This book should change us. It should change us as we, as we understand it. His divine power has ever given us everything we need. So what do you need? What do you need? In your family life, in your health situation, in your finance situation, whatever it is, what do you need? Because whatever it is, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and God. What do you need to serve God at that next level? My Bible says His divine power has given me everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness, goodness, what do you need? Because whatever it is that you need. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to get. You don't have to pay for it. He's given it to us. He's given it to us. It's free to us. What he's done is he's made the resources of heaven available to those who he has called. Understand here today. You're called. It's so so important that you 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 get this. He has called you. There are some who are doubting that. Oh no, God couldn't call a person like me. Oh, pastor wouldn't use me. God couldn't use me. He couldn't call me because oh. You say, I'm quite lame on this thing. I'm not much good at that. I don't do much good at this. I don't think I'm, I'm pretty naughty in that area. I'm pretty. You've got to understand, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's, of course, God's working, working on us, but you've got to understand when you're called, He doesn't call you according to your goodness, according to your uh, situation. He wants to draw you up, friend, in your own righteousness. You can't do it. He wants to draw you up. And do, he's called you, my Bible says, by His glory and goodness. Friends, you're, you're sometimes you say, well, I can't really stand up and, you know, be strong because I got this going on. I need to fix that up in my life. And says, no, 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 friends. And then, then, then God can use you. No, he's called you according to his glory, according to his goodness. This has never been about how good you are. This has never been about how bad you are. It's according to his glory, his goodness. He's called you. not good enough, I know that, not good enough, the Bible says, he's chosen the foolish things of the world, hmm. tap your neighbors, I think that is for you, <laughs> I think it is, he's chosen the foolish things of the world, First Corinthians 1, 27, and 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30, in the message version, it says, everything that we have, right thinking, right living, a clean slate, a fresh start, comes from God by way of Christ Jesus, it comes from God. He called you and he's now given you everything you need to do life and to do it well. How? Well, that's point number three. How? By his powerful, precious promises. The Bible says his divine power has given us everything we need according to life and godliness. How? Through his divine, powerful, precious promises. It says he has given us his very great, And precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature. I want you to understand something about the promises of God. The promises of God are not mediocre; they're not average. You've ever had people make promises to you and and break them? Anyone had promises made and broken? Come on, you want to admit them? You ever had people break the rest of your lives? Come on, you ever had? Come on, put your hands up. Have you ever had people promise? Is that person sitting next to you right now? No, no, no. that. Put your hand down. God's promises aren't like that. They're not just mediocre promises. He doesn't promise like a man promises or or a woman promises. He doesn't promise like like that. These These are divine promises. You've got to understand these are not average promises. These are not mediocre promises. They're not just even great promises. My Bible says they're very great and precious promises. They're promises that you can stand on. Stand on. Things like no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can, I can stand on that. Promises like greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So it doesn't matter how great that thing is that's coming against me, he's greater. Greater is he. Oh, Hallelujah. Promises like he who knew no sin became sin for me, that I might become the righteousness of God in Christ. I can stand on that. I can live out of that. Right. Promises like I'm a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Yeah. Friends, you've got to understand that when God touches our life, when we walk through those waters of baptism, friend, the old is gone. The new has come. Uh, it's no longer I that liveth but Christ who lives in me. I can stand on that. I can live on that promise. That's not my average promise. That's not a mediocre promise. That's a promise that can save my life. That's a promise that can save your life. Because Christ in me, the hope of glory, who oh, outside of him there's no hope. I can't save myself. Promises like there's no, no place too deep that the arm of the Lord cannot reach down and save. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how deep you are here today. Doesn't matter how lost you are here today. Doesn't matter how far gone you feel you are there. There's no place that he can't reach and save you and pull you out of that pit. God, oh, I'm preaching myself happy. Oh, Jesus. Promises like you're a son of the Most High. Promises like, but you're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Tap your neighbor and say, you're royalty. You're royalty. You're, you're, you're You're a royal priesthood. A holy nation. His special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you. That is, he's called you. Promises like they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Promises like there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Promises that say, I'm redeemed, I'm called, I'm chosen, I'm forgiven, I'm filled, be holy, I'm anointed, I'm appointed, I'm loved, I'm accepted. Promises like this, I can stand on. Greater things shall ye do. Friends, some of you got to believe that in your life. Some of us are going around, well, lesser things shall I do. No, my Bible says greater things. That's a promise. Yeah. But you can live it. Greater things shall ye do. God, I'm expecting greater things in my life. Yeah, I'm expecting bigger things. Why? Because we want to impact the world. We don't. We, we want to have impact on people's lives. We want to have an impact on that which is around, yeah. around us it's, these aren't mediocre promises. These are promises you can stand on. These are, these are promises you can float on. When the, when the world comes in and the enemy comes in like a flood, you can stand on these things. These, these, these promises will float. They'll keep you above the water. Promises like God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Some of us are so racked by fear. My friend, God didn't give you that spirit. He gave you a spirit of love and a power and a sound mind. mind. Sound mind. Yeah. Friends, we got to watch how we think as a man. Thinketh in his heart, so he is. we got to watch how we, some of us have stinking thinking, and we, we, we need to watch how we think. I always say this, I was saying this to a young person the other week. Friend, you can't help what birds fly across your head. Yeah, that's right. you can't but you can stop them from making a nest on it. Come on, yeah. somebody. Some of us, we all have weird thoughts going through our head. We all have dumb, I mean, I only think pure things. In other churches, I don't know what they think about that. But friend, I'm going to tell you, I only think, well, I, I, I have all types of random thoughts. Anybody else have random thoughts here and want to admit it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we have random thoughts. And some sometimes they're, they're, they're crazy. Don't let them get on the inside if you take every thought captive. He's not giving you a spirit. He's giving you a a sound mind oh Lord promises like he who the son sets free is free indeed and see these promises are so great can you put that scripture back up These, these promises are so great that they allow us to participate in the purposes of God Some of us are here and we go, man, I just can't. Be a part of what God is. My life's like this. My life's like that. No, no, friendship. When when you start to understand that there is grace and peace that are yours in abundance, and that His divine power has given you everything you need for life and godliness, for those who are called. When you understand that He's given you very great and precious promises, then out of that you don't have to live trying to do it in yourself. That allows you. It brings you to a place. Those things are so great that they can allow you to participate in what God. God is doing. They can, that through them, through all these great and precious promises, through understanding what God has made available to you, through all of those things, you may now participate in the divine nature. What does that mean? Simple word for you can participate in what God is doing on the earth. Some of you thought, man, I could never be used. I could never be. No, no, friends, because of what God is, because He's called you, not by your own glory and goodness, but by His, you can participate in all that God has made available to you. You can participate in all that God has. He, he has given everything, He's given you everything you need to do life. He's giving you great and precious promises that you might participate. What does that mean? Be involved in what God is doing on the earth. And it's time to get involved. And so my fourth point is this: make every effort. Make every effort. It says, for this reason, once you understand that. Grace and peace are yours and abundance that his divine power has given you everything you need for life and godliness. That you're called not according to your own goodness, but according to his own glory and goodness. Through the great and very great precious promises. When you understand that, you can live out from that. And then it says, make every effort. Some of us are cruising. Some are just getting by, just getting to think. Why? Because we don't think we can really make a difference. But when you want to live out of this, now listen, we don't make it. It says this for this re, very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, into goodness, knowledge, into knowledge, self control, into self control, perseverance. And, and it's saying add stuff uh, to your faith. Listen, we're not adding stuff. We're not trying to make every effort so God will love us. We're making an effort because we understand God has loved us. We're living out of that we understand he has loved us we understand he does and because of that because i understand through the knowledge of the lord jesus christ who i am i can live out of that i can do life out of that and so i can put the effort in because i know uh, when the lord builds the house those who build it they're not building in vain i'm not building in vain Verse 10, says, therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort again. He repeats it twice. He's saying it twice. It's important. Make every effort. What are you making an effort in? Where are you stepping up? Where are you challenging yourself? Where are you saying, man, I need to pick it up to another level? See, we've got a cause here to make a difference in our town and our cities and our nation and the nations of the earth. What are you doing to pick it up? Make every effort. We're not doing it to earn brownie points from God, we're doing it because He loved us. And He who's forgiven much, loves much. And we just want to serve you, God, whatever it takes, God. Make every effort to make your calling and election sure. you Are doing that? Saying, God, what do you want me to do? Say, well, I don't know what my calling is. Then do something. And then when you do it, you go, oh, that's not it. Find your sweet spot that God can use you in. A lot of people say, well, I want to preach, Pastor. Can I preach next Sunday? No! Get your own church. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't know. We had one lady come and tell us one time, she, I, I just feel the iron close. I, I really feel, I love doing that. So I'm like, well, you can mine for us. I'll, I'll take you. I'll tell you that. But She's like, when I do that, I feel like I'm serving God. It's just like the God in chariots of fire. He said, when I run, when I run, I feel the pleasure of God. Well, what's your sweet spot? What is it that you're called to that, 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 that draws the God? That you can participate because we're part of a body. Amen. Hallelujah. Make every effort to add. to your faith what what areas do you need to make effort in maybe your family maybe your marriage maybe your devotional life maybe your prayer life maybe I don't know what it is maybe in your school maybe to reach out in your workplace what is the areas that you need to make every effort in just know this when we live out of that place, when we understand His grace and peace are there for us and abundance, divine power has given us everything we need, that we're, we're, we're called by His own glory and goodness through the very great and precious promises that are available. And when we make an effort to, to live that out in our daily lives, it says we will never fall. Doesn't mean we won't make mistakes. Doesn't mean we won't stuff up from time to time. But what it does mean is that he's he's got our back as we're moving forward and we're moving into this. It doesn't mean we don't stumble. Doesn't mean a, a thing. But it's just saying, "Say I've got you. We're going to make it." Every head bowed. Every eye closed.